Hi friends, welcome to the Arise and Shine podcast where we are calling women of strength to arise and shine in their purpose for the glory of God in every sphere of society. I'm Anianti Sanchez and I know that through this podcast, God will speak to you and show you your authority in Christ to speak life and arise and shine in your God-given purpose. Follow and subscribe to the podcast. Join us every Monday at 9 a.m. as you start your week and your workday. Thank you for listening. If you like the podcast, don't forget to share and leave a review for us on Apple Podcasts or whatever streaming platform you use. To stay up to date, follow me on Instagram at Anianti Sanchez. My guest today is a close friend, a confidant in my life, a mentor, my leader. She is a pastor's wife and director at our Fullerton campus. And I'm so happy to have her on today. She's a woman of confidence full of the word of God and has crazy good dance moves. Her name is Tina Gutierrez. You can follow her on Instagram at Tina Gutierrez. And I pray you're encouraged by her truth that she shares in our conversation. Okay, so I'm here with Tina. She is my friend, my mentor, my leader. um, And I'm so happy that she's on today. And so I'm just going to start with a very, um, just a fun question because I'm a coffee lover. So Tina, do you prefer coffee or tea? Wow. Well, actually, um, I love iced tea, actually. So my wow. my first love is iced tea, no sugar with lemon. Wow. <laughs> you know, when you go to the restaurants and like, yeah, you bring the sugar and I'm like, uh-huh, uh-huh. I don't need the sugar, no. just bring me some lemon. <laughs> um, but actually, back in the days, I don't know if y'all know, but my Instagram handle used to be called Sweet Tea because I used to love oh sweet tea from McDonald's. Oh my god! Yeah, until I found I out that. that sweet tea from McDonald's had like sixty grams of sugar or something crazy. Oh my and goodness! I got, and I was like, <laughs> um, maybe I shouldn't have that. Yeah, so <laughs> I kind of cut out the sweet tea and then um, drinking it, and then I but I kept uh-huh. the name, the Instagram name, because I liked it. And then my yeah. husband was like, you know, he got ordained as pastor. And he's like, you know, I just think as a pastor's wife, <laughs> that's my, like kind of like yeah. a serious name. I'm like, what? People know I'm not serious. So. <laughs> yeah. So I changed it to the fun, my original yeah. OG name that I was born with, Tina Gutierrez. And that's fun. But yes. <laughs> so to your question, obviously it yeah. is tea. It is tea. Oh my gosh. Wow. I didn't know that story. <laughs> like, I feel like. That's so cool because everyone I usually talk to is always like a coffee person or at least, I don't know, the the people that I ask, they're always like, oh, yeah, coffee, espresso, double espresso, quadruple espresso, whatever. And so it's really refreshing to have someone in my life who actually <laughs> likes iced tea, you know, because I could never. <laughs> I need the caffeine, like I need the I need the energy boost, but today I haven't had it. So, yeah. Okay. Well, thank you for answering that. And, you know, the second thing I want to ask, because I was thinking about you and and our friendship. And so I thought this question would be very um, enlightening. Like, you just have so much to share on this. So because I love how you're always dancing and you're always making reels and TikToks and your joy is so contagious. Like, 
every time I see a video of you, I'm always like, dang, I want to get up and dance right now. <laughs> and and I also see you like on my Apple Watch because we're friends on oh, yeah. the Apple Watch. And you're every day it says it tells me Tina just finished a workout. And I'm like, oh my, I need to keep up with this girl. <laughs> and so what do you do if those things aren't it? What do you do to recharge? both your mind and your body or just to have fun? Like, what do you do that's like recharging for you? Uh, A few things. So every month your girl gets her nails done. (laughs) So I, and sometimes I like going with my girls, you know, like my friends, but honestly, sometimes I am a talker. So, you know, I'm a talker, but believe it or not, I don't like to talk all the time. (laughs) So when I go get my nails done, sometimes I like to just go by myself. Yes, because I'm just quiet. I don't talk. And I just let the girl do her thing, massage my legs. I'm like, okay, (laughs) if you massage my legs. So that's one thing I do every month to recharge. Um, But I do, like I said, I love to talk. I believe like those who refresh others will themselves be refreshed. So I love hanging out with friends of all ages. That's something that I've always implemented in my life. You know, women who are more mature, more seasoned. I love gravitating to them, hanging out with them because they refresh me. Um, Girls my own age, my peers who are doing life, like we're in that same season together. You know, we got teens, we got children, things like that. And then also, I love hanging out with girls who are um, younger than me. They keep me refreshed. They keep me charged up for real. <laughs> <laughs> um, they teach me things. I'm like, what's going on? Like, oh, is that like fashionable? They keep, keep me in tune with what's yeah. going on because I'm stuck in mm-hmm. the 90s sometimes. And the 80s. <laughs> yeah. So that totally refreshes me. Um, and then, I mean, obviously, the word of God refreshes me. But if we're talking about like practical things, you know, aside from the spiritual, you know, because I think soul care is so important, but I think self-care is even more important. And as you said, like, I love to dance. I love to, um, I'm actually on a fitness challenge right now. So that's why Ooh. your watch is going off every day because <laughs> yeah. I win. And then, um, yeah, you know what I'll do? <laughs> uh-huh. So on YouTube, if you don't know, on YouTube, uh-huh. they have like little dances, so you can like oh. like a workout to like dance yeah. to a song. So there's one I like called "Proud Mary" by Tina Turner. You know, big wig. Oh, yes, yes. <laughs> wow. Okay, one minute in, you think, "Oh, this is slow." Oh, you know, I ain't doing much. You know, but yeah. girl, like a minute and a half <laughs> in, then you're like, you can't even talk. You're like doing all these dance moves. So it's like amazing cardio and. It's good. It's doing two yeah. things. It's like I'm dancing yeah, yeah, a yeah. great time and I'm working out, getting some cardio. Yeah, I'm burning so, it. <laughs> those are things, I mean, I love doing all kinds of things, but I think those are the main things that honestly that I do on a consistent basis for self-care. You know, Manny Petties, uh hanging out with my girls, getting refreshed, and then you know, working out. And going on, you know, you know, because you did cross country and running. Also, it's two things like one, it's self-care and soul care. And one, that's what I noticed most about running. Like, you know, I've had some amazing moments with the Holy Spirit on my runs where I feel like I'm dying physically in the flesh. Mm -hmm. 
But my spirit, like God is speaking, the Holy Spirit is speaking to my spirit at at the same time. It's crazy how that can Mm -hmm. happen, but it happens. So yeah, that's so good. Yeah, I I love how you're talking about how it's not just because it's one thing to be in your word and in prayer, um, but it's also important to just be taking care of our body and doing things that are fun, doing things that. Um, your brain can kind of shut off a little bit. And I think like, that's a super healing thing that they say that they advise people who women or men who are struggling with anxiety, because it's so in the body, you know, it's, it's something that our body feels, we feel shaky, we feel nervous. And sometimes you need to just go out and go on a run. Because if your thoughts are running like crazy, like running, like you said, all you can think about is I'm dying. How am I going (laughs) to, how am I going to get through this? You know, but it's a great way to like, if your mind is going a hundred miles an hour, it's best to do something that like dancing that just kind of gets your mind off of those things and gets you in your body. Um, and so for women like me, who I, when I feel those anxious things, the answer most likely isn't just like, uh, getting in a, deep in a book because I just get more in my head. Sometimes the answer is I just need to go for a walk mm-hmm. and have some fresh air or I need to listen to a song that makes me yeah. happy and get my body moving, you know? Right. And, and yeah. And, and what you said about friendships too, having friendships of all ages, because I mean, we had a great conversation a while ago about friendships and yeah. just relationships in general. And you were the one who told me about, I think it was like a TD Jake's teaching of mm-hmm. the comrades constituents. Yeah. And I forgot the last one. Uh, you got your comrades, constituent, confidant. Confidant. Yeah. Yes. And that was just, I still think about that to this day. Like, <laughs> I always think about that. And, you know, how we we lean to, you know, women who are older than us for a certain thing. Women who are our peers, they serve a certain purpose and we give and they give back to us. And women who are younger than us also serve a purpose in our lives and are a gift to us and we're a gift to them. And that was just such wisdom that, that you brought. And I think you just exemplify that in being a great friend and just, you know, like, like you said, you're, you're so real. You're so like, I feel like when sometimes when people walk into church, they're like, oh, do I have to be like a certain way? And like, they have to, you know, just be, have it all together. And, and you like show this healthy balance of you don't have to have it all together all the time, but also I can still be a woman, a godly woman and not feel like, Oh yes, you know, I'm just all perfectly together, you know? And so I really love that about you. Um, okay. So I'm kind of going to hit it up with a, a little bit of, of a deeper question. And so the name of the show is, is arise and shine. And so one of the, the first part is arise, which we're talking about God rising things back to life, right? And the second part is shine. But the first word I want to focus on is arise. And so uh, because the show, we're talking about the God who brings dead things back to life. Do you feel like there's something in your testimony or in your story that God brought this thing back to life for you? Um. Yeah, definitely a lot of things. I think the biggest thing that is just the most recent was in 2020. 
God brought back to me. Um, well, I always had it, right? I think it was always there. I just didn't tap into it was um, my confidence. Everybody would tell me like last year, like, oh my gosh, Sheena, I just see just so much confidence oozing out of you. And even at times where I didn't think like, um, really, is that what's coming out of me? Because as women and in most women, you know, and just um, me, particularly me, I struggle with confidence um, for many years. You know, I have a I have like a, a spirit of insecurity that just plagues me that I've just been battling for so many years that stems from just rejection from, um, you know, the father figures in my life because I had my biological father and my stepfather and things like that. And so um, and that's where I really had to go to God to be like, you know, I want to get killed from this. I want to step into really what you have for me and I know this spirit is constantly plaguing me and hindering me from from stepping out because I was constantly afraid you know afraid of what even maybe my I might say because sometimes I think I said this the other night on our midweek study I'm like um yeah I keep it 100 my husband's like probably keep it like 200 tell too much, too much information <laughs> but I do because I love um, something I heard a long time ago is that, you know, people like to follow uh, follow a leader that's always real than a leader that's always right. You know, you identify with the person that is real, because if you're always showing this level of perfection, no one can identify with being perfect because there is no perfect person. So I really feel like I brought this newfound confidence and, and where I got it from was because in the pandemic, I really felt like, um, you know, like I said, my husband is a campus pastor. He's our Fullerton campus pastor at Freedom House Church, where my husband and I attend, where you attend. You yes. know, just yes. for your listeners, I don't want to assume they, um, you know, right. heard that mm-hmm. or what. Anyway, so, um, you know, as his wife and coming alongside of him and really helping him pastor the people of our church, of our of our campus, you know, um, I had to step into leadership, you know, rise um, um, in the sense of in in a in a place of crisis and so obviously none of us knew what that looked like because we had no experience you know so I would just seek the Holy Spirit even when I didn't feel confident I just had a love and a passion for God and his people to want to comfort them in a time where um they felt like you know the unknown and so I just really stepped into that also just leading here at home while my husband was just at the church just leading there and um, just rising up and in that sense of just rising up when you rise up you know um, you step into new levels that you know you don't even realize and so that's what um, I stepped up to it and that's where I feel like I realized that you know there was this newfound confidence and and knowing that you know I am a leader even though sometimes we feel like we're not leading you know (laughs) Um, but I was called I am called to be a leader and to say that over myself, believe that in myself, because um, I don't want to, I want my kids to realize that they're a leader and know that they're a leader and they can lead in, in whatever areas in their life, you know, as they get older. But how am I going to show that to them if I am an insecure leader? I need to show my kids what it is to be a secure leader because I'm. I want to raise secure kids who are leading or not just even leading just in every area of their life you know I want them to know like even with failure you know sometimes they're going to feel like they're they're failing but but with that that it's they can always get up there's always time to like or there's always opportunity to rise back up when you feel like you failed and not to allow 
failure or risk or whatever happens in our life to discourage us, you know? So I think that's just one of the, um, one of the things that God did like really brought to life in my life that I struggled with, with so many years. And sometimes, you know, sometimes still the devil, he loves to play, uh, mind battles with me. Hence the series that we're going over at our church. Um, and so it's just an awesome series that's helped me in this time as well. You know, but I really have found this new confidence in who I am in Christ. Mm, wow, that's so good. I saw a post the other day that reminds me of what you're saying is, you know, like you said, this has been your biggest, like your biggest testimony of 2020, but it was also your biggest struggle of your life. And right. yet you didn't allow that to stop you. You said, this is why I need God. If I want to get to that ne- next level, if I want to reach that breakthrough, I need God to do this for me. And the post that I, I reposted the other day was by um, Taylor Madu, I think. Oh, yeah. And yes. And it was like, basically, if you're called to, like you said, lead lead a, a congregation, lead women to f- and, and help them rise up and help them to realize that they're confident in who God made them to be, then you're probably going to struggle the most with that confidence right. and lack thereof, you know? And so, you know, and it basically ended by saying there's cups and thorns and thistles that come with your mantle. It's so that your mantle can be authentic. And you're a woman that I look at and I'm like, her mantle is authentic. Um, and so uh, my next question you kind of actually talked about it a lot, um, but you talked about how this is not just for you, but it's also so you can show your children how to rise up and be a leader. And so with that, because you are a wife, you are a mother, you are a leader, you're, you're a director in, in the church, um, how do you manage your energy and your time in being both a wife and a mother and also a leader in ministry? Um, well, one thing about me is that I'm always seeking um, after knowledge in leadership and how, uh, so one of the things is I'm always uh, listening to leadership podcasts, leading, or listening to reading leadership books and things like that. And so from that, what I've taken, you take from them different things that you're able to and um implement them in your life because everybody's life is different you know like you know some may have little kids i have older kids you know um some may not have kids you know but for us in my family because maybe what i'm not doing works for everybody but this is what works for me and my family so i just manage my my time so i always make sure that you know on my day off that i have um family time that in that time is focused on my family whether we go for a walk whether we go um out to eat to the movies things like that and I really have to like turn the light so- uh light switch off <laughs> to like turn off the world so I can focus and give my kids that that um intentional time with me and so I'm not distracted with other things um also just making sure like like I said it is it's like a light switch my husband always tells me Tina you got to turn it off because I can work all day I could keep going because I like to finish my tasks and make sure it's done 
And so he's like, Tina, it's like a light switch. And so that's one of the things he's taught me. But I tell him, babe, I'm not a light switch. I'm a dimmer. So it takes mm. <laughs> <it, it's laughs> time to like dim. Yeah. And like, you know, that's so, good. so um, yeah. I wish I could just flip it off, you know, that my brain would just turn it off and switch over. And so, but it's something that, you know, it did stick with me and it's something that I implemented in my life. So sometimes I'm like, okay, light switch. Today can't be a dimmer. Like you need light switch, you know? Um, because I never want my children to ever feel that the church um, comes before them. You know, God is number one in my life, but, and I love the church and I love it so very much. Obviously, I mean, I, I work at the church, I volunteer at the church and all that, but ultimately my, you know, God first, then my husband, then my children, then ministry. And so that's how I've lived my life in that order. Um, and so, and it's hard, it's hard to navigate at sometimes because you get so passionate and, um, and that's where you have to make sure, like, if your passion aligns with, with, with those things that you are, um, that you are doing in your life, right? So if you're passionate about God, okay, what are you doing in your life that aligns with that, that passion that you have? Because if you're going to the gym two hours a day, and you're not aligning with that, like, is that your passion? Are you aligning your values and your passion together? And so that's where sometimes we can get off track, you know, and we're putting too much um, time and energy and other things that we're not even passionate about. So you always have to like, go back to that is what I notice about even myself when I see that, um, you know, maybe your kids might even say a little something, or maybe not married, maybe you're married, and your husband's like, you know, or, or wife, you're, you're a man listening. Um, hey, um, I need a little bit more time. Okay, if you're married, you know, then you gotta reassess and what do you need from me? Where 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 do you where can we fit in more time? Like not actually fit it in, but make it a priority over the other things in your life. So we make marriage a priority. My husband and I went on a date night yesterday. Um, and sometimes it changes, yeah. Like Sometimes you got to change things up. Like what worked last season doesn't work this season. Like, you know, we would go on dates on Saturday nights, but then I'm tired. I don't want to be tired for church. I want to give God my all. I want to have energy. And if I'm up late, I'm not going to have all that energy to be able to be, um, to love on people the next day. I'm going to be like walking in like a zombie, like, how y'all doing? <laughs> like, do you know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah. So, oh, yeah. so that's why you have to manage. You have to know what works for you. Know yourself. You know, don't try to make something happen that ain't going to happen for you. You know, like, like I used to struggle with, um, uh, my husband gets up like at 5 a.m. to read the Bible. Girl, I'm not. <laughs> I was like, I tried that one day and I was like half asleep trying to read my Bible. I'm like, I'm not going to get anything from this. I'm not a 5 a.m. wake up kind of girl. You know what works for me? 9 a.m., you know, kind of girl. Yeah. This time, you know, that's okay. Like, you don't have to fit somebody else's bubble. You know, whatever works for them works for them. But yeah, you got to make sure that you are managing your time. It doesn't have to be either or. It could be both and you could do ministry and do all that awesome stuff, fit it in, working out, going to baseball games or whatever. Does that answer your question? <laughs> yes. Oh my gosh, yes. A hundred percent, yes. Yeah, I, I love how I mean, there's so much wisdom in you saying when you give advice, it's like what works for me might not work for everybody. And having a knowledge of what your season is 
And there's so much wisdom in what you're saying. Like, it, I see like a, fe- a flexibility mm-hmm. about the way you approach it, and like right. you're willing to let go of the way you did things before in order to see, okay, what is God doing now? How do I have to change and shift? And that is so hard for many people is like, especially in the pandemic, you know, having to let go of everything of the way you did things. And we still are and saying, God, I'm willing to surrender that and pick up the new thing. You know, like you can't put new wine into old wine, wine skins, you know, you can't, uh, stitch an unshrunk cloth into a new, an old cloth, you know, like you have to fit the new with the new. And so, yeah, like, how do you like going a little deeper? Um, it has that always been easy for you to just kind of shift and change. Um, you know, it, are you and your husband complimenting each other? Are you the more, you know, I'm going to go with the flow and, and surrender it to God and, you know, change with that. Yeah, definitely. That's why I said um, that my husband was like a light switch and he was like, you just flip it on and flip it off. And I struggled with that. And that's when I told him, huh, it's because I'm a dimmer. Like it takes me a while to process to, you know, um, to do that. My disciplines in certain areas, I'm very disciplined in other areas, you know, it's a struggle, but I'm always willing to I think one thing about me is that I'm always willing to see where I can get better and how I can get better and who can speak that into my life to help me to be better, right? Like, for instance, I told you, like, I struggle, um, well, I'm on a weight loss challenge, but one of the things is I struggle with consistency. I can lose weight. I can work out every day. I ran 10 miles. I've done it all physically. Um, I'll eat super healthy. I'll do it for a long time. and then. I'll get to a place where I'm I'm happy and where I'm at, like, you know, my strength wise, my body wise, I'm feeling good. So then I allow myself some chili cheese fries. And then <laughs> Yeah. And then I allow myself a burger and so on. Right? And so um mm. and then it goes into I spiral out of control and then I gain all the way back. So I've been on this on this journey for a while. I'm like in um I've shared this before of those people who have heard me speak on it, but um, it reminds me a lot of the Israelites, you know, who um, were free from Egypt, from slavery. And then, you know, they're out there headed to the promised land. And um, obviously they were, I'm hungry. I want food. I'm thirsty. And because they were hungry and thirsty, they wanted to go back to to slavery. They're willing to go back to the very thing they wanted to be free from because they were hung, you know, and it reminded me of myself. There was a moment where I heard that and I was just like, oh my God, that is me. I am an Israelite. Like, what is wrong with you, Tina? You know? And so it's just been really, I'm on a journey of healing in my mind, you know, with it because I want to see it different. I think I, um, the way I see food, because it's really not much of a struggle more so with me and the working out and exercising because I love it. It's more the food that's just a, a mind, a mind battle for me, um, is to get healed in the mind. And I know, uh, I think just recently what something spoke to me is that I want to stop seeing like, oh, I need to look a certain way. I need to be skinny, right? It's not about being skinny. I want to be strong. I want to be healthy. 
I want to be able to do things. I want my body to, to do things it's never done before. I want to be able to keep up. I got a 19-year-old daughter who is physically fit. I mean, I want to keep up with her. I want to keep up with my son. My husband is running fast in all areas. Like, he is physically fit, but he is spiritually fit. And he's running. And I want to be able to keep up. And where we're going and what we're doing, I got to be able to be physically fit to keep up. It's not about being skinny. It's about being healthy and having a healthy mindset, right? So it is. It's definitely a journey. Um, All the time, it's not just like, Psh, this is what I need to do when I do it, right? <laughs> Light switch. Um, Just turn it on, you know? Um. For me, it's been a dimmer in certain areas in my life, but in some other areas, other things, I'm able to just turn it off and turn it on. Um, and it's very much spiritual. You know, you might think, oh, it's that physical. No, it's very much spiritual because it's a battle. It's a it's a spiritual thing that I'm battling in the mind, you know, because what we put in our body, this is our temple. And like I said, if, if I'm carrying all this heavy weight, like it's a struggle when, when you gain weight. It's a struggle to do things because you're carrying all this extra weight around. I got like like a a bag of rice that was five pounds and it was heavy. And I'm like, dude, just losing five pounds, like I am carrying this extra weight around. It's weighing me down. So I can't be walking around doing I can, but it's harder for me, right? So why would I wanna make those why do I want to um make my life harder, you know, to um to do what what I'm doing, <clears throat> being a wife, a mom, ministry, and things like that. So, yeah, just you got to find out what it is that you know. You got to seek deeper revelation as to whatever area that you're struggling in. You know, why are you struggling there? You know, is it is it mental? Is it you're having mind battles? Does it stem from something? You know, because God can heal that, but you have to you have to pursue and want the healing, and you got to. It's going to be a battle, but, you know, God always, he always, you know, David beat Goliath and he was skinny and scrawny. Yeah. Nobody thought he looked the part, but he did it, right? Yes. Amen. I love how you're talking about, like, how so much of what we do and so much of what our life looks like, you know, it, it's not just in the physical or what we see in the natural. You know, there's always a spiritual reason right. for that. And I love how you said, you know. I don't want to, I don't want to look at fitness or health and think of it. I want to look a certain way, but I want to be a certain person. I want to be a strong person. I want to be able to run fast in all areas of my life. I want to run without uh, getting weary or, and it's like, you're talking about vision. You know, you're talking about what you want, who you want to become in the long term. And I think that's what gets us so stuck. Like you said about the Israelites if we don't know the vision, you know, of who we want to become, we're going to give up for the satisfaction of, you know, the in and out, the chili cheese fries, the donut, whatever it is that that is going to tempt us, you know? <laughs> right. Right. <laughs> and so what, like, I could just imagine, uh, you know, women or men who are, who are listening, who feel like, well, I fell off the wagon, you know, and you're saying this is a mind thing. So how do you encourage someone to, um, how do you speak to yourself? Because I hear you and you're like, you're speaking life over yourself. Mm -hmm. You're not saying, oh my gosh, Tina, I'm such a terrible person. How dare I do that? But a lot of the times that's what we do. And so what kind of encouragement would you give to someone who 
has fallen off and they feel like, well, I'm just disqualified. I'm just, God has written me off and I can't move forward. You know, I'm just going to throw in the towel. What's it worth, you know? Right. Well, definitely, I think it's so important that, you know, we we memorize the verses, scripture Mm -hmm. in the Bible, so that it reminds you what God's word says about you. Because if you don't know what God's word says about you, then you're what you think about you is going to take more, more, um, how do you say, it's going to be more prevalent in your life than yeah. what God's word says about you, you know? Mm-hmm. And so that's where you got to go to the word of God, memorize some scriptures. Like I put them on my phone, you know, I will go to them and then I'll have like a scripture for the month. Like, um, mm-hmm. you know, some people have scripture of the week. I tried that and I failed miserably. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not gonna try this scripture of the week. I got scripture out of the month, right? <laughs> yeah. So that's what I'm saying. You gotta know yourself. Like, you know, yeah. try things, of course, you know, and then see like what works for you. Yeah. So I had written down like a bunch of scriptures and then I would just mm-hmm. say them over myself, you know, and then uh, I'm looking for I have like a whole list of just some scriptures mm-hmm. in my life that I was just so, like, I have a bunch of scriptures in my notes on my iPhone. I got an iPhone. And so one of them was, like, Psalm 16. I keep my eyes always on the Lord. With him at right hand, my right hand, I will not be shaken. You know, Romans 8, 31. If God is for us, who can be against us? We are more than conquerors through him who loves us. Deuteronomy 31, 6. Be strong and courageous. Do not, um, do not be afraid or terrified because of them. For the Lord your God goes with you. He will never lead you. He will never forsake you. Um, and then I can go on and on and on. But I think the the one that was such like my anthem verse for such a long time for months and months this year was Luke ten nineteen. Behold, I give you the authority to trample over serpents and scorpions and over all the power of the enemy and nothing shall by any means hurt you. You know, because for me, sometimes the enemy likes to infiltrate my mind. You know, and that's where I got to say, you know, look, I have the authority to trample over him, whatever he's trying to do to come against my mind to make me think like, I can't do that. How many times have I failed? How many times have I, you know, gained the weight, gained it back? Oh, my gosh, Tina, you know, but no, then I'm not going to stop just because I keep on messing up. If we keep on messing up, then we're just gonna, you know, then we're going to say, okay, that's it. I'm done. I'm dead. I <laughs> I failed. I lost the battle, put up my, my flag, whatever. No, I'm not waving no flags. You know, I refuse to lose. I refuse to let the devil win. I refuse it. And I will keep going into battle. But hey, every single time, every single time, I am willing to put on my full armor. And every time I feel like I come into the battle stronger than the last one right like that's what warriors do they prepare they're in training to every single time we come back to battle that they're stronger they're wiser they have more um uh what's the word i don't want to say technique but you know they come together for like a uh, there's this movie what's his name i'm thinking troy from uh, a long time ago with brad pitt and yeah. he came up with like a strategic plan to come against the enemy. And had he had not become what was that plan, they would have been defeated, you know. And so I'm like, okay, that plan didn't work. You know, the devil won. Like sometimes I feel like I let him win, you know. 
But now I'm like, Mm-mm, you ain't going to win this time. So this is what's going to take place. I have the authority to trample over serpents and scorpions and nothing will hurt me. So I think for those people who feel like, man, I just want to give up. I, I've lost all hope. I'm discouraged. Like this relationship's never going to get better. You know, that opportunity is never going to open. Let me tell you, our God is a big God. Don't let the enemy infiltrate your mind. You know, God has open doors for you. Whatever, just trust the process. That's the hard part is trusting. And like you said earlier, surrendering to God and knowing like God, you know, he's doing a work in us. There's there's something that God's doing right now. If he hasn't opened that door, if that miracle hasn't taken place, if the healing hasn't automatically it's because God's doing something within us. He wants us to trust in. I feel like God just wants us to trust on him, trust in him. He wants us to wait on him. And what are we doing in the waiting room? What are we doing during the wait? Are we going to uh, other things, other people, or are we going to him? You know, I think that's the thing. I think during the waiting period, sometimes people are going to everything else besides God, and he wants us to go to him. And so go to him. Don't give up. You are a fighter. You are a warrior. You are more than a conqueror through Christ Jesus. It says it in the word of God. You got to believe it. Write affirmations like Anansi said. Yes, I write affirmations. But mostly it's because I don't want the devil to win. I won't let him win. I am a fighter. And I don't think I'm always the strongest. I'm not always the best fighter. I am not snake eyes or... <laughs> <laughs> but I'm like, girl, I am black widow. <laughs> Woo, yes. <laughs> Come on, I'm gonna You are. <laughs> I saw Black Widow yesterday, so now I'm all fired up. Mama, let's come on. Who are at me? You know? Yeah. No, that's 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 how we have to look at it. I saw that too and I, I love it. I love Marvel. So yeah. I watched it. We watched it on the plane. And I was like, yeah, I felt empowered. Like, let's right. go, you know? You do. She's and, an Avenger girl. There's like, yeah, I want to avenge what the devil tries to steal or wants to come at me, you know? He's an Ooh. Avenger. So let's go. Come on, try it. Preach. Preach. Wow. Well, I feel so encouraged every time I talk to you. And I feel I, I had more questions. <clears throat> But honestly, you answered a lot. I was going to ask you about confidence, but I, I knew you were going to talk about it. And so, and you did, you hit all the stops. And so um, I love you. Thank you so much for uh, just coming on and being my first guest. I'm so honored. I just want to yeah. say thank you. I'm honored. I'm honored to be your first guest. Wow. I was like, wow. <laughs> <laughs> I'm honored to be yeah. here with you, Anayansi. I love you. You are amazing. One of the sweetest sweetest people I know um you just have so much wisdom God has graced you with just a beautiful spirit you know um I think everybody you know who's around you just has so many wonderful things to say about you it was funny last night my husband we walked by a bookstore he's like you want to go into the bookstore buy a book I was like oh, no but maybe Anna Yancey would <laughs> I literally threw your name out there, girl. Oh my was gosh, like, yeah. was like, I'll buy you something. What do you want? And then someone passed me by the bookstore. He's like, you want a book? I was like, oh. No, Bonnie, you would probably love a book. Her husband. <laughs> okay. Let me see what you want. Uh, not for me, right now. So anyway, you know, I love that you're a wealth of knowledge and you're always seeking after it. And um, 
God's doing something amazing in your life. And so, again, so excited for you and this podcast and all that God's going to do in you and through you through this platform. So love you, honored girl. Oh, love you so much. Thank you so much for listening. If you were encouraged by this episode, please share with a friend, subscribe, and follow me on Instagram at Sanchez to stay up to date. Love you and see you next Monday.